We are live. So, welcome everybody to Fusion TV. Um, I am Eli Delaney with MyBusinessMarketingMentor.com. And, and I'm Sally Lidico with AttaboySolutions.com. And let's kind of explain a little bit about what Fusion is, um, why we do this. Fusion TV was designed, basically we started this as a mastermind group before it even had a name. Um, the idea was that we were going to see what we could do to work with each other, grow, and the idea was just to grow our business, to start collaborating. And it worked so well, we came up with the idea of okay, how can we share this out with the rest of the world. Um, we started off doing mixers, um, we do those every two weeks, and then next thing it was like, hey, I want to do an internet TV and Sally said, okay, sound on game, so we started Fusion TV. And here so, we are. And here we do, here we are, yes. So we'll do this every weeks. Um, the idea is to kind of share out some of our thoughts and ideas, some of the things we're working on, and talk about some of the some of the elephants in the room, which this is a big one today. Um, so, and you might have noticed if you've been watching, we switched things up because Sally wanted to sit in the in the single chair on the other side and confuse me. Eli um, challenges me, so I thought I'd just challenge him mixing things up a little bit today. Yeah, which you know for for me, I, I usually kind of pick my spot and I'm kind of there all the time, so this was kind of weird. We're going to see how it works, but I think I'm okay with it. <laughs> so, um, let's start with, what's up with you? You know, things have been really busy in the last two weeks. Um, Terry, with Take One Video Productions, who is um, always taking good care of us here for the show, he, he mentioned something today, and he says he said that the last two weeks have been the longest two weeks that went by so quickly. And... Yeah. I can totally relate to that. He said it wouldn't make any sense, but it makes total sense to me. We have been really, really busy implementing the new systems. I think we talked about that on the last show. We've got a lot of new systems we're putting in place for the company. Um, and then... You're like a maniac lately. I have. I have. Um, reconnecting with a lot of people that we had lost touch with. Right. And um, yesterday, April Fool's Day, was also April 1st, which is the day that our monthly newsletter goes out. Mm -hmm. So with our new system, had to learn how to do that all within the new system and get it out fast. Yeah. <laughs> the with it. I mean, that's yeah. the cool thing is because... For those of you who didn't watch the last show, we talked about InfusionCon, which we've been Infusion users for almost three years, and Sally's th thought about it, she's looked at it before, and we're like, you need to at least go to InfusionCon, because even if you don't use it, you'll you'll get a ton of stuff out of it. The marketing and, information was yeah, amazing. Which, yeah, amazing. which is awesome. Amazing. Um, and after that, she was convinced, she bought in, and so now so she's... So we've been an InfusionCon, or an InfusionSoft user for... Three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'll be honest with you. I, I know a ton of people that use it, and to be honest, you have put it into place way faster than anybody else. I think it took us six months to actually start getting it really in place. Well, you know, and I mean, that's just kind of where my style comes. I'm, I'm a person of action, so when I decide I'm going to do something, we're going to do it. So I have to watch the decisions that I make, and I usually weigh them very carefully. Yeah. I don't make them lightly. So, you know, I, I've had people come to me and say, hey, do you want to participate in this? It's like, let me give it some thought. Because if I do make the decision to, to jump in, yeah, I'm in full bore. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I have to be careful with those decisions. And then um, I've got a new project that um, your partner just hit me with last night. Uh, I have been looking for um, just a gift to give out to our new clients and was wanting to do a right. special occasion, little reminder right. book, like a 
kind of like a pocket calendar, um, pocket address book, but just for special occasions that can be used once, set up, and, and just be there. Right. So I, we've not had any luck in finding one, and she's like, why don't you make one? So that may be a new product that we're coming out. I've got to do some investigating. I really like the idea. Yeah. I really like the idea. Cool. So it's just awesome. starting from scratch and square one. I have no idea. So you'll be helping me with that one. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> we're on top of it. How about you? Um, crazy busy. Um, let's see. April Fool's and I managed to line up two speaking gigs. Uh, I figured it was the most appropriate day um, for me. Um, other than Halloween. I, I well, well, I can't do Halloween because I take the day off on Halloween. Uh, but for April Fool's, for me to have two speaking gigs, that was kind of fun. Um, I'm just pushing a lot on, on those. We've got a couple more products. We, we've been revamping and basically just you know, re-recording some of the videos, making them better. Um, that's going really good. I've almost got that stuff cleaned up. And so now we're going to be doing some revamping of our sites, clean those up, and... And then just doing a ton of speaking gigs. I mean, I'm having a blast with it. Um, you, might, you guys might notice I'm doing Casual Friday. Uh, no purple shirt today, sorry. Um, but I'm beat. It's been, the last two weeks has been crazy busy. It's really good, though. I mean, we've had so much stuff going on and so much opportunity. Um, Wednesday was really cool. Um, you know, the Boomer and the Babe show. Right. They had Debbie Allen as a guest, and I had gotten invited to, to go down and be one of the audience members, so that was kind of fun. Um, first time I'd had a chance to go down there. Plus, I, I'm a student of Debbie, so um, that was cool because I got to reconnect with her and visit with her a little bit. And uh, it was really cool. I always like it when, you know, because, you know, my, our company being the marketing mentor, you know, the mentor part is really the kicker. We want to be able to be mentors for people that need to learn how to market themselves better. And it's really cool when I see my mentors that are out there going out there and saying a lot of the same stuff that I've been see saying to people, that I've been teaching people. I'm like, okay, I know I'm on the right track. That really excites me. Well, I was at a presentation that you did. Yes. And somebody that you're their mentor, mm -hmm. and they're watching you very closely, was there. I mean, you mentioned Deborah was Boomer in the maze. Right. And mm -hmm. I know she gets a lot from you as well. So that and, was, and that was cool. a great I, And I love Deborah. She's a sweetheart. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's really, that's all the good stuff with me. I mean, it's it's been a lot of plugging away. But we got some new stuff getting ready to launch out. Um, I think I'm going to stop making new products for a bit. I, I've made, in the last, what, three months, I think I put out... About five, six new products. I've been in massive product creation mode, and now it's time to clean it all up and start getting it out there. So can you help me with my new, your new product. <laughs> my new product is you're taking yeah. a hiatus from yours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that might work out really well yeah. for me. <laughs> so that's that's pretty much it. I mean, it's been it's been a super super busy. Um, lots of really fun, cool stuff going on. Um, and I'm still doing tons of speaking gigs, and if you know of anybody who's looking for a speaker, I'll be happy to come in and do some presentations. And we're rocking with all that stuff. Right. And you get great response, so they ought to take you up on that one. Yeah. I have a lot of fun with it. It's a blast. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. All right. So, does that cover everything on the What's Up stuff? Well, let's make sure we also thank our sponsors. We're, yes. we're here recording live from Java Grounds, 83rd Avenue, and Deer Valley in Peoria. Awesome place. They've got great food, great coffee.
free awesome Wi-Fi. Coffee. Awesome coffee. Not just great <laughs> coffee. Awesome coffee. I actually tried something new today. They were like, what do you want? It's a hot vanilla chai. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'll check that out. So I'm always looking for their suggestions. They also do a points program, and you can um, you give a, get a VIP number, and you can earn free stuff. So I found out my next two large grande coffees are free, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> you can tell I come here a lot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then Terry with Take One Vid- WebVideoProductions.com. Oh, there's... They're sharing with his coffee. Yep, he's got so. his too. <laughs> yeah. I think he's a new VIP in their program today right. too. So yeah. he just found out about that today. He can start earning some free stuff since we're eating and drinking here every two weeks yeah. at least at, at a minimum. Least. So yeah. yeah. So. And then who else? Who else? Um. <laughs> oh, we want to thank Cindy. Cindy's not with us today. Yeah, that's why we're off. We're, yeah. we're a little off today. We're going to be Usually we see that. her sitting with Terry. Um, yeah, but she, she's not feeling well today, so she's actually uh, monitoring, and she's in the chat there, but she is actually monitoring from home. Um, I think so she can see right. us. We just can't see her. Yeah. So, yeah. So you have to bear we're with us. We're kind of we're a little off today. You'll still see her in the chat, so everybody make sure you say hi to Cindy. Yeah. And we also have a couple of people that have come down to watch us live Hi guys! Yeah, awesome. Fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, this whole thing of having a live audience is kind of weird. It is different. Yeah, it, it is it's different. Another, it's another thing. <laughs> it's one thing when they're, you know, we, we see people in the chat, and that's cool. Um, and but then when they're actually here watching us, it's like, oh, really? We're, <laughs> yeah, we're getting a following. It's fun. <laughs> um, so, uh, what else? I think we covered everything on that stuff. Okay. So should we dive into today's topic? Yeah, I think we should. We're going to actually be ahead of schedule because we didn't have as much other stuff to talk about as usual. It's just, I mean, like I said, it's been a long two weeks, but it's went by really, really fast. Yeah. Well, so much, so much going on so fast. I love that. So, alrighty. So, today's topic. Today's topic is personal responsibility or victim. You choose. So... You want to kick that one off? I'm going to let you kick it off. You're going to let me kick that one off. I'm going to let you on the show today. Uh, just because I took this seat. <laughs> yeah. She, that, that's, the, that's the big boy chair. So she gets the big boy chair today. So so she, get, she gets to run the show today. I'm a big boy now. No. <laughs> you know, with personal responsibility, I think when we discussed and we came up with this topic, because we were just brainstorming topics of, you know, what really needs to be talked about? What do people really need to focus on? You know, what do I need to focus on a lot of times, too? And I think, you know, you know, you hear so many people talking, and they're like, oh, you know, the economy, and they're a victim to the economy, or, or oh, this happened, and they're a victim to that. Yeah. You know, you have, you have the ability to make the choices for what you want to accomplish in your life, period. Um, you know, those choices may not always work out the best that they are, but they're your choices to make. And when you're always focused on, oh, this happened to me because you lose control, the control of what can happen to you in your life. So um, that's a big, a big, big thing for me. I know we used to tell our kids all the time when they were young, they would come up and so-and-so made me mad. And it's like, why do you give them that much power over you? You get to choose your emotion. You get to choose whatever it is and how you feel about and your reaction to things. So that's kind of, you know, how we came up with the topic. 
Well, and uh, the biggest thing, I mean, right now, and and this is it's so funny because this is happening. I'm seeing it so much. Um, and again, it kind of goes back to the cool thing with the the other gurus, the other mentors, and and people that I'm seeing right now. Everybody's really pushing the. Okay. Yes, we know the world is upside down. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, but the cool thing is now they're they're going from oh we're in a recession. They're starting to say okay it's a new economy. Things are changing. We have to change the way we deal with the world, how we do business, and, and the cool thing is, I mean, that's what I've been saying for the last year. So I like the fact that I'm seeing all these guys saying kind of pretty much the same thing. And the biggest thing is the you know you can't play the victim. And an example that I have, I actually have a client uh, for our other company right now um, that drives me nuts. If they end up watching the show, they'll know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> That I mean, we go. You know, we're we got a website we just launched for them. We've got given them tutorials, step by step guides, everything of all these parts and pieces that they need, and they're freaking out. Saying, oh, I can't do that, and I'm really afraid of this stuff, and I don't understand. And and it's like, okay, first off, all you're having to do, number one, is watch this video that tells you how to log in and how to copy and paste. I mean, it's not complicated; it's easy stuff. But they're playing the victim. They're not, they're not taking responsibility for what's going on because, I mean, you, you have to. And I, I have a hard time believing that, that this person's going to succeed in anything. I mean, uh, to be perfectly honest, I have a hard time figuring out how they can feed themselves because they're playing the victim so much. And that's, for me, it just, it just drives me nuts because I'm seeing all these people that, that are doing that. It's like, well, one of the excuses we get all the time um, from our marketing stuff is telling people... Um, or getting people to say, well, I wasn't born with a computer in my hands. Well, no, I wasn't either. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, I, it took me, I, don't I mean. I think anybody was. I don't think so, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and the funny thing is I, I find that to be one of the, the silliest excuses because the fact I know, I know a guy who's, oh, he's probably 75. He is the webmaster for his company. He's built, he has built websites in the past. He finally came to us because he wanted something better than what his skill set was. Um, but we showed him how to update it. He runs a newsletter that he has a print and an email newsletter. Um, he updates the site on a regular basis. He's got all kinds of stuff going on that's all computer-based. Yet he's, you know, grandfather age. So why, what's, you know, what, why is it that somebody that's younger than him that's probably just a few years older than me is having these kind of problems. And the, par the problem is that they're not, they're not taking responsibility and they're not willing to, to learn it, to figure it out. Right, right. Did I ever share with you that Bob Newhart video? I think it's no, called Stop It. So. If anybody wants to Google it, um, I'm sure it's out there on YouTube. Um, and I think we, we saw it through a training that we went to once. And, and basically, the video was set up. It was you know the old Bob Newhart show. And he had somebody come in to his office that was wanting help in, you know, overcoming their fear. And um, so, you know, he sets down the rules with the person and tells them that, you know, that he charges um, so much an hour um, or I forget even how it goes. But his fees were just ridiculous. He charges maybe it's 10 bucks for the first five minutes. And then after that, the session is free. And you don't pay any more than just that, but right. most people don't ever need that long. And she starts going into, you know, that what her fear is that she was, you know, afraid of being buried alive in a box. And it's just this this funny skit. And you know, she starts saying, "He's, you know, where do you think that came from?" Oh, when I was a child, and 
all these excuses and reasons came up, and he says, um, okay, I, I need you to take out, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to give you two words. And she goes, should I get a pen and paper? And he says, no, I think you could probably remember the two words. And she's like, he says, anytime you feel like you're afraid of being buried alive in a box, stop it. Just stop, stop it. it. That's yep. it. Stop it. Um, so when you start looking at your excuses, oh, you know, I'm too old to do this, stop it. It really, don't let those things mm -hmm. get in your way. Take the personal responsibility and move forward. It's a, it's, you know, that's a very condensed version, but right. anyways, it's, the ending of it is just classic. So you've got to find it on YouTube. Yeah, we'll have to I don't find know, maybe, it. Maybe, maybe can... Cindy will find it for us and post it out for our viewers online as well. But yeah, that, that will be good. Amazing. And that's, video. I mean, and that's really what it is, is it, I mean, people. People, first off, with things going on, I mean, yes, the world is weird right now, and right. we have to we have to just agree to the fact, yes, it is, but okay, well, now it's time to move on. Mm -hmm. It's and that's why I like I like the term everybody's using with new economy. Uh, right. It's they they realized everything has shifted and it's it's the old new. It's that's you know that's what it is well, now. The other thing with the with that too is I've I've heard a, a coined phrase that I've I've heard it a lot lately and I just love it. It's like, are we gonna look at this as another great recession or as the recession that made us great? And, yeah. And that really comes down to personal responsibility or victim. If you're looking at it as man, that was that was another great recession, or it was the recession that made you great, and take that personal responsibility to move forward. There are people that are growing their businesses right now. There are people that are getting new clients right now. There are people that are making more money right now. And if you continually focus on the economy is so bad right now, guess what you're going to get? More of that economy because you're going to be attracting to, attracted and bring those people around you that are in that same mindset. Right. Well, and, that's, and that kind of goes along with some of the stuff that I'm seeing too is that um, – you know, like Cindy puts on put on the chat the new normal. It's like, and the cool thing is that right now I'm seeing things are starting to loosen up quite a bit. I mean, we're we're getting a lot more people that are that are going nuts about the stuff we're doing because people are real starting to realize, okay, yeah, we got to do something. You know, one thing that um, that I always find entertaining from the marketing world is that anytime business is slow, the first thing they do is start cutting back on marketing, which makes no sense. It's exactly the opposite of what you need to do. Um, and people are starting to realize that, that that's, you know, you have to work harder and, and with what's going on, yeah, we have to work harder. Uh, we have to, to work smarter, which right. is, you know, it's not, there, there's always that saying of, um, work smart, not hard. Well, no, you have to do both. And you got to get creative and you have to be creative. You have to stand out from the box. That's where a lot of it is. Um, I mean, you've heard me use the term calling of the herd. You know, and I've been using that for a year, year and a half now. Right. Um, I consider what's going on is the the calling of the herd is that the people that are lazy, the people, the victims, the ones that aren't willing to just step it up and move forward, um, they're falling apart. They're going to go away. When it comes to to your competition, you have a choice. You have a ch choice to either be the creative one that's going to say, okay, I know I have to do something different and take the steps. Here's the action steps I have to do to make those differences in order to stand out. Or you can sit there and go, oh, the world sucks. And guess what? You're going to be one of them that's going to filter away. And then the the sad thing is that 95% at least are going to start doing that. If they're, I mean, most of them if already they're have. they're not already, A yeah. lot of them already have. Yeah. And I've, I've seen a lot of that with my friends or mm -hmm. other businesses that we frequent. And, 
you know, I mean, you go out to dinner and you go to a, a restaurant and there's a sign on the door that they've closed. And I mean, uh, it, is, me it is a scary time right now. <clears throat> but at the same time, it doesn't have to get to that point. Again, the getting creative, taking the personal responsibility versus sitting back and saying, okay, this is what's, what are you going to do different to make sure that you don't end up down that path? Right. Well, and that's, I mean, it, it's its so funny because I see, like, some of these guys, like, especially with our stuff with the marketing, um, I'll say, you know, I've got this way. You can actually, you know, you can cut this advertising expense that you're paying for, which isn't really working for you anyway. I mean, I talked to a guy last night. He's paying, um, I think he said he's like 1000 or $2,000 a month or something like that, and he's getting, like, 300 return. I'm like, okay, logic says that the math doesn't add up on that. <laughs> Um, well, most people aren't good at math. No, but then, you know, <laughs> spend two thousand, make three hundred. Uh, it doesn't quite work. Yeah. Um, One of the things my husband loves to say when he talks about math and how that equation doesn't work, he always says, yeah, you know, four, four out, out of three, three people, people have a problem with fractions. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've heard him say that one before. Um, but yeah, and I'm talking to him, and I'm like, okay, first off, that it doesn't work. That's not a good choice, no matter what. But then, on top of that, it's like, okay, here's the steps that I have to show you. Now, he was good. He actually um, is looking into more of our programs. But a lot of times, I'll have somebody that comes to me with that scenario, and, and I'm like, I can show you how to do this stuff that's going to get better results, and it's going to take you a little bit of time, not any money, other than paying for the course that I teach you. And, and they're like, oh, but I don't have time for that. And I'm like, but you just said you don't have any business. You're slow, so you should have plenty of time available. So in a matter of stepping up and taking action as opposed to just sitting there doing a whole lot of nothing. Well, and, and I've heard you even at our mixers, mm -hmm. at our fusion mixers, talking to somebody saying, you know, they're saying, hey, here's the problem I'm having. Here's this. And you'll tell them, have you tried this? Or somebody else, whether it be you or mm -hmm. me or, or anybody, they get told, have you tried this? Have you tried? Oh, you know what? That wouldn't work. That, that wouldn't work. work. For me. And not mm -hmm. even be willing to go out and again, either whether it's get creative or just try something new. It doesn't even have to have the creative edge to it. Right. Um, but to to be looking for answers or asking questions and asking of help, and then not be willing to listen or even attempt to try the suggestions mm -hmm. that are given your way, you may be completely looking over. The one little piece that could take your business from where it is now to the next level, and yeah. just by not having that willingness and openness, right? To it's it's open-mindedness. You got to be willing to try new things. I mean, I'm experimenting all the time. I mean, fusion is an experiment. I mean, that's really what it is. <laughs> um, and we're having great results. We're having fun with it. Right. I mean, and that's really what a lot of this has to do with is the fact that we're we're out here to have fun and help other people. Well, and you always say if you don't have fun. Quit. Yeah, well, that's not quite what I say. Well, I'll be I'll be politically correct today. Um, but that you know, okay, that's a paraphrased version of what I say. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got to be having fun with what you're doing, and and that's a I mean, that's just I think that's just a given. You know, if you're not having fun, get out. Right. Um, but you know, even fusion was was put together as an experiment um, with the idea of okay, what can we do to to get this kind of message out to the world and, and share our knowledge and our experiences um, because, you know, everything's not perfect in our worlds either. I mean, and it's a matter of, I've had some really messed up stuff happen and and I still do. I mean, it still happens on all the time. Um, but the You've thing is... You've got to be the only one. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But well, I think people feel that, you know, oh gosh, what can I do? They, they do feel like that it's just them. And you got to know, that, I mean, people go through crap. The mm -hmm. biggest thing is, you know, there's a country song, and I'm not big into country music, but Me my daughter either. listens to <laughs> it. And I think it's, if you're going through hell, just keep going. Mm -hmm. If you're going through hell, don't stop. Why would you want to stay there? Yeah, keep going exactly. and get through it and get on to the next destination. Okay, so. she was the one that said the dirty words today. Yeah, uh, whoops. That was, that's funny. See, <laughs> it's the chair. The chair is what does it. So Attitude comes with the big boy chair. <laughs> that's right. Um, but yeah, it's... You know, and that's really that's really what it boils down to is what is it that you're willing to do to stand out and just take action? I mean, I mean, yes, you're you've got stuff going on. It always happens. Um, you know, no matter one of the biggest things that I that I always keep hearing, especially with the most successful people, is that um, you've got to get out there. You've got to try to fail because the more times you fail, the more likely you're going to succeed. Uh, was it Grant Wayne Gretzky's? phrase of you miss all the shots you don't take 100% 100% of the shots time. you don't take yep. um, and you that's, just read the book go for no recently um, it's been a little while since okay. I read that book but I, I mean it's been a few months probably three when or four you talked months. about failing faster that's a big yeah a big thing right. from that book oh yeah um, which I need to I need to try to contact Andrea mm -hmm. more and tell her that how much I like that book so I haven't had yeah. a chance to do that yet yeah um, which is fun because I'm connected with her on Facebook and everything. Right. Um, right. But anyway, Andrea is the author of that book. Um, it's a really good book. We should definitely you should pick it up. Go for no, one of the best. Well, and I mean that that read. even goes into you know what we were just talking about. You know the personal <coughs> mm -hmm. responsibility or victim. If you're going to take personal responsibility for growing your business and moving yourself to the next level, you've got to know that you're going to run into some conflict. You're gonna you're gonna get no's in your life, whatever it is. Whether it's business or personal, you're going to get no's. So you don't just sit back and do nothing. You go out and you go for it. And just knowing that, you know, after so many no's, there's going to be yeses intermixed mm -hmm. in between them. So Yeah, and a lot of that is, is just a numbers game. It is. I mean, if you're, if you're dealing with the sales standpoint, the best salespeople, they can actually, they go through and they're very scientific about it. They can actually go through and, and say, okay, I'm going to need, you know, 20 no's before I get a yes. So they know that if they want to make you know five sales in a day they have to call a hundred people right I mean and that's that's how they work it out and and a lot of it some of it is is just a pure numbers game and the and you have to go through the numbers to even know what your numbers are yes you, you do and um, and a lot of it is the more you do it the more you get comfortable with it right. the failure side um, you get more comfortable with that understanding that it's it's not a failure. You don't never look at failure as failure. You look at, at failure as a learning experience. Right. Because the only way, and this is something else that I, I read not just recently, um, it was a great quote I really like. The only only time that a failure is a failure is if you don't learn from it. Right. Um, as long as you get experience from it, and now you know what not to do. Um, I think we I've talked about this on the show. Edison with the light bulb. Right. Um, he said he doesn't. You know, somebody asked him, "What does it feel like to have?" Um, a thousand tried a thousand times and failed before you actually created the light bulb because I didn't fail a thousand times I just found a thousand ways to not create a light bulb <laughs> you know exactly. so you've got to you've got to take responsibility you've got to get out there and do it um, and you can't just sit there and, and go hum and haw and whine about what's going on you've got to be you've got to be proactive and you got to look at what's the positive things you can do um, you know I mean I've been on a massive reading kick going nuts way more than usual. I mean, I, I'm a pretty avid reader anyway, 
but I think that it, for some reason my brain is kicked differently because I'm reading I'm reading a new book about every week now, um, and usually I mean some of them are pretty good size. I, I reread the Four Hour Work Week because Tim Ferriss just re-released -re that. He's expanded it, had a whole bunch of stuff, and it's you know it's 400 and some pages. It's pretty good size, and I read it in like three days. Um, which I am not a fast I'm reader. <laughs> I am not a fast reader at all, and I mean it's just a maze. Um, it's starting to really kick into my head. Um, I go for the little books so that when I get into them, I can finish them in an hour, hour and a half, and then yeah. I'm done with that. I, you know, if I have to keep going back to it for a few days, I have more of a challenge. <laughs> but yeah, every, you know, we all get distracted. So yeah. Well, and it's and for for me, like a book like that normally would have taken at least a month to do, and I just. You know, I'm just flying through them. Um, and now I completely lost what I was talking about um, related to books. There was something else that I read just recently. I completely lost it, but it was related to the same concept. That's okay. Four-hour work week. Um, it was before the four-hour work week, though. Something about something that I just read recently. Darn. Again, it's been a really long it two weeks that went really, really fast. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and, and I noticed we've got a lot Joseph of people, on there. and it looks like we got Hi, a lot Joe. of chat going on on here. So if you guys, I mean, if you have questions, if you've got comments, share that with us, too. We want this to be interactive, and, yeah. you know, for our audience here, too. If yeah. you, you we we, we like questions, questions. We like having fun and interaction. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Should I be so, reading this because I'm no, in the big boy chair? No, these are conversation pieces. <laughs> um, you know, Cindy. Cindy commented on the the fail forward fast, which is good. Um, we've got Joe, which you met Joe. Yes, when he, he is, was he is online. Went on here. the Vegas trip with you, and he mm -hmm. was on his way back home. Yep. So, Hi, Joe. Um, hey, Joe. We're glad you made it today. That's awesome. <laughs> um, Joe's an awesome guy. He's well, a good and I'll comment on one of the things that you said about you know going through failure, and you know Andrea and. I always forget her co-author's name, and it's because her and I are friends, so they yeah, everything I, I know else, the same, too, I do it's the really same bad. Um, I should know that better, but in their book, Go For No, she talks about failure, or they talk about failure, and most people, you know, you're standing here, and you look at failure on this side of you, and you look at success on this side of you, and you think, if I'm failing, I'm going the wrong direction, mm -hmm. and most people have that thought process a little bit wrong. It's more, you're here, failure's here. And success is on the other side of here. So you're going to have to go through and move through those failure right. opportunities to learn. Well, like and, you said, take them as an advantage to learn to get to the successes. Yeah. And, and that kind of goes along. Okay, I remembered what I was thinking about. So you're we'll come welcome. back to that Keep in just going. a second. Yes. Um, <laughs> I was stalling. Dale Carnegie. Just remember okay, that. Okay. Dale Carnegie. Um, that will remind me. Um, but when you're looking at it, that, and that's the way you just described it as far as um, you have to go through the failures before you hit the successes, um, it's actually the way I like to look at that one. And, and the funny thing is it really correlates. There's a, um, I've been doing a lot of like the meditation stuff to help me just kind of mellow my brain because my brain goes 90 miles an hour all the time. Um, and calm one the of them, chatter. Calm the chatter, yeah. The voices in my head, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> I, nothing's been proven, so they can't put a straight jacket on me yet. Um, but yeah, one of the keywords. yeah, yeah, many keywords. <laughs> um, we're gonna lose this I too. know. <laughs> um, but one of the thing, one of the things that that's actually really cool in that one. Um, one of them that I listen to is on is the um, you know the law of attraction and stuff like that. And it talks about envisioning your goals. And the way they kind of put it is, as you're envisioning your goals, you think of it like a marathon, and you're going up. You know, a marathon. You're actually running up a mountain type of thing. 
and it says that there's a, there's three obstacles, and it she they point out like the three main obstacles that people have for success. Basically, they look at it as obstacles, not failures, because an obstacle is something you can go around, you can break through. I mean, whatever it is, there are ways to get through that and move forward. And that's really how you need to think about that, is it's more a matter of it's just an obstacle. It's a speed bump. It's annoying, but you can get over it. Well, and that makes me think, too, is is my husband and I have always learned and really focused on, you know, if your goals are set, whatever there are, there's going to be obstacles between you and your goals. Mm -hmm. If you set your goals even higher, you can see beyond the obstacles, the hard times, the tough things, right. because your goals are bigger than the obstacles are. If if you if all you're looking at is the obstacles, yeah. all you will ever see is the obstacles, right. and that trips a lot of people up. Oh, yeah. If you're looking at your end result, what you're wanting to accomplish, and you stay focused on that end result, you're much you're not focused on all the tough things, all the failures, all the the challenges. You're focused on what you're trying to accomplish, and just by a sheer meaning focusing on that you have a better chance of getting there because you're not just tied up in all the little details, all the tough stuff. Right. Well, and we've got AZ Divas on here, and she says... Hi, Rhonda. She, Hi, Rhonda. A um, couple of things she floated in here. She says, um, failure to make you fearless, or failure makes you fearless sometimes, which is, I think that's my thing. I finally got, when I started really exploding all of this stuff, it was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to do it. It's that whole fail forward fast. Right. concept. I mean, I really took that to heart. And I think that it kind of got me over a lot of my, the, the fear side of things um, to the point of, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go out and have fun, you know. And that's a, the cool thing is um, you'll notice that like, there's certain people out there that just amazingly come from nothing. They just totally explode. And, and the thing is, you, don't know, you never understand why they did it because they say, you know, I had no experience and I didn't really know what I was doing. I just went out and I followed these steps and did it. And I think that this is success, and usually I find other people say this too, is that you notice that majority of the people that are in that type of scenario, the reason they succeeded is because they didn't know any better. They and they, didn't and they weren't afraid to fail. Exactly. They went out anyways. They didn't think, they didn't think about that part. So... I like I like that one. Well, um, and I think too is once you, even like you said of learning from your failures. If you have a failure, the next time that opportunity comes up to fail, and not that you're looking for failure opportunities, but you're less likely to shy away from it either. Because like right. you know what, I've been through this before. Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? Mm -hmm. And that's the better attitude to take. I mean, we we own two retail flower and gift shops, um, which is kind of how our whole kind of strange that we're all back in the gift industry. It all comes full circle. <laughs> Anyways, um, but we we used to own two retail flower and gift shops here in the Phoenix area and ran them for about five years. Well, we ended up losing those stores. We went through a bankruptcy and we went through a lot of things. So it's like we've had we've been down to the bottom and guess what? We built it all up again. Right. So you know, not that I necessarily want to go there. I mean, I don't want anybody to hear that because that's not my goal for sure. <laughs> but worst case scenario, heaven forbid we lose it all. It's just stuff. You'll do it again. You right. just keep going. And when you look at a lot of the really, really successful people out there, you'll find that 
Most, Most of, of them, them have, have been through at least one, if not two, bankruptcies in their lifetime. Not that I'm, I'm trying to stick with the just yeah, one. I don't want to go that route again. Not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not saying that we want that. We're just saying that it, it happens. And that if you look at those kind of stumbling blocks, those obstacles, they happen. I mean, look at Trump. Like, what is like every other year or something like that? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Um, but I know that he's filed bankruptcy many times. And he still he comes through ahead you just, every time. Because you just keep going. But it you end up happens. not being yeah. so afraid of something. You go out right. and you try it anyway. You know, if what you do is you shy away and say, "Oh God, I can't make that decision because you know the worst thing may ha the worst may come of it." Um, it, and I forget who another quote that I always love, and I sh I'm awful at remembering names, but I'm getting better every day. I, just, I need to talk myself into that one. Right. But um, they talk about After you know a class. lot of yeah. I just haven't locked that one in. <laughs> um, that a lot of terrible things. I think it was Mark Twain. A lot of terrible things had happened to him in his life. Um, or a lot of terrible things that happen, and some of them actually happen in reality, or something like that. Yeah, I know because, what you're talking about. You know, your about, imagination goes crowd. What if this happened? And what if that happened? And, and some people, it just paralyzes them into inactivity mm -hmm. to do what they need to do to move forward. Yeah. So something like you know, thousands of terrible things have happened to me, um, some or some of them through. actually came through, or something to that effect. Um, and it was Mark Twain because I know it. it yeah, I have seen that one before. But yeah, and it's and that's what it what this really boils down to. And I remembered my book, the De, Dale Carnegie. Yeah. Now Dale Carnegie is, I mean, he he did most of his stuff in the middle of the depression. Mm -hmm. I mean, back in the forties, thirties um, and forties. And one of the books it was actually recommended by Dave Sherman, um, local celebrity here. Um, right. And he had actually mentioned he picked up this book while he was going through an airport um, and decided to start reading it. Read it, loved the book. And thought it was so great because everything was appropriate with what he was talking about in the book compared to what's going on in the world right now. Um, and then the funny thing was that then he went and looked and saw when the book was actually written. And it was written in like um, 38 or 39. So, you know, 1938 when the book was actually written. And the book is called How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. And exactly. it is one of the best books I've ever seen because... It really boils down to this, and I probably talked about this book. I don't know if I've talked about it on the show before either, but, um, but I know I've talked to a lot of people about it. Um, it basically, you know, the nutshell version of it is that you can, you've got so much energy that you can spend on things, whether they're positive or they're negative, and you can either sit there and worry about all the bad things that are going on, or saying that you can't do this, you can't do that, and you don't uh, know how to do this, and you're too stupid to do that, and all those kind of goofy things that we that we all do. We all have those kind of voices in our heads. Um, but you can do that, or you can turn around and say, okay, what can I do to accomplish my goals? What's the next step? Don't worry about all that stuff. Focus on what's the next step. And that's, I mean, that's what we're doing. I mean, and everything, my whole, I go through and I look at, I make my checklist of everything that I need to do, and, and it's all... Okay, what's the next step to accomplish this project? What's the next step to accomplish this project? And I'll go through and I ignore everything else. I turn off the phone, I turn off the email, um, everything. All the, all the distractions, all the shiny objects, and do nothing but look at my list. Okay, okay I need to do this. Go ahead and do it. I need to do this and go do it. You need to do this. Go do it. And just keep on with that. And it's amazing how much you can get done. And how much, you, I mean, you can actually make huge strides. You're way more productive. 
you're you're happier because you are more productive. You go through, and the cool thing is if you make a list of those things, and then you go through and you look at the end of the, your day. I mean, there are days where I do I fall victim to the distractions. It happens, and I then I go through and I'm like, oh, I only got two things done today, and and I know that that's my own fault. I let those things happen. Then there's times where I actually go through. I follow my advice of here's my list. Focus on that step. Focus on that step. Focus on that step. And I'll go through and I'll figure out that by the end of the day, I'll go look at my list. I had 20 or 30 things done. And, and then the cool thing about that is then you're like, I had an awesome day. And all the little stuff that normally annoys you in the middle of your day because of the emails, the phone calls, and all the other distractions of your world, they seem minute. And, and you're moving forward. You're accomplishing. You know, you're one step further to what your goal is. Well, and I think even the comment that you said about falling victim to all the shiny objects and yeah. the distractions—it's like we all have all those things going on in our life. But it's it's the victim probably that we're talking more about today is when you say, "Oh, you know what? It's because of all those emails that I can't do X, Y, Z. It's because of all that." whatever right. we all make the choices and and taking the responsibilities you know maybe i didn't get as much done because i chose to play with the shiny object and <laughs> get distracted yes. or whatever not saying you know oh it's all of all of my clients have, have emailed me and and everything else is going around and that's why i couldn't whatever it is right. and just saying you know what they're all there. We have to deal with them in our in the own due time or whatever. And how are we prioritizing our schedule? That's taking the responsibility for doing what we need to do. And you know, because I don't see you as being a you know, you may fall victim. And I don't think when you say that it's in terms we're talking about today, because that victim mentality is when you're blaming everything around right. you and all these external forces, you know. Um, external happenings for your reason for not doing something right well and 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 that's it i mean it's you know the playing victim i'm not blaming anything else because i i know and that's that goes along with the personal responsibility that's just saying yeah. you got distracted i got distracted <laughs> all yeah do that. And, and to be perfectly honest i mean when you talk about i say that i i fall victim well i was the one that you know, I was a victim to my own distractions. Right. And, you know, I'm not right. blaming anybody else for that. And right. any, you know, exactly. frustrations and weird things going on in the world, I don't blame anybody else for it. You know, any of the troubles that come across my oh, desk. Um, yeah, well, we got all kinds of fun stuff going on in there. Um, you know, any of the, the, the troubles, annoyances, frustrations that go on in my world, I do take personal responsibility for. I know what, you know, I know where I made the mistakes. And, and the question that you need to ask yourself is, okay, what are the mistakes that I made and how can I correct them? How can I move forward to fix them? Um, and that's really where your focus has to be with it. Um, your glasses yes. are better than mine. Okay. Joe and Laura both have some great stuff to say right here. All righty. So um, the little inside joke there, Joe, Joe puts in there, in other words, what's the next logical step? Cindy put in a thing of, um, the inside Joe concept on that. And I'm going to go ahead and explain that for anybody on the chat. Um, Joe and um, Cindy and I are followers of Armin. Do you know that? Mm -hmm. Armin Warren. Um, he is one of my major, major uh, mentors and influences in my life. And that's one of his biggest phrases is what's the next logical step? Um, don't worry about anything else. Like he talks about website and you know, a lot of website marketing, internet marketing related stuff. And he says, okay. 
you know, who in the room wants a big question, or he always puts out there is who in the room wants to know how to get uh, a thousand visitors a day to your website? And of course, everybody raises their hand. Um, and then he says, okay, now, um, if you have a website currently, put your hand down. And like half the room still leaves their hand up because they don't have a website. The logical and the step, lo would the be logical have a step was, you know, it doesn't do you any good to know how to get a thousand visitors to your website if you don't have a website yet. Um, so, so that's always a fun one. Um, and Armin does that one, and it's so funny because it. I mean, every that single is. time I've seen him speak, he that he's done that, the room looks like that, and it, and it's always funny because people don't think about the next logical step. What is that one little piece that will take you to the next level? Um, okay, he also has... I like um, I'm glad he got that conversation going. That's yeah, that's, that's a lot funny. of fun. Um, according to Hiram Smith, creator of the Franklin Planner system, checking off items on a list actually gives people a psychological shot in the arm. Um, that and that's confidence. true. Yeah, it's yep. the confidence thing. Um, and I totally agree with that. It's just like what I was saying with, when I have my checklist. Um, I, I've tried the Franklin Planner thing and carrying around a book with me drives me nuts. So I do the online version because I'm a geek. Um, but it, it does. I mean, it's so it's so cool when I can go through and look at my checklist and what I managed to accomplish for the day and like, okay, wow, I had a good day. Well, and even when you end up rolling things to the following day, mm -hmm. you can at least look that you had some successes. You did accomplish something. Right. If you just go through life without even having any priorities, anything, mm -hmm. anything written down, whether online or, you know, paper or plastic, however you want to word it. Right. Um, and you don't even know what your goal is to set out and accomplish for a day, how do you know at the end of the day whether you even accomplished right. anything? Yeah, you've got you've got right. to you've got to have a tracking system of some right. sort for it. Right. Um, Laura also put in, I have a bad habit of picking the, the fun things, the th things you like about your list and leaving the other stuff to do um, that I really don't want to do, so it's more of a chore. Yeah. We all have, have that problem. <laughs> um, here. Welcome to the club, welcome Laura. To, yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to the club. Um, good book, uh, Brian Tracy's Eat That Frog. Um, you know, it's one of the things. The best way to do it. I'm I'm really bad about it too, so I, I won't I won't say that you know I'm the I'm the master in this one by any means because I tend to do that too, or I'll tend to do the smaller things because I know I can accomplish them faster. And then you That's, get all the little stuff out of the way. I'm process yeah. of elimination. I like yeah, that. And I, and I like that, but then you have the, the big project that isn't the more fun, but it's also more time-consuming, and that's the one that gets shoved off a couple of days behind. Um, if, you, if that's an issue for you, um, my recommendation is try to figure out, start your day with that and ignore everything else. Put that as your your number one priority. Get that done first, and then move on to the other things. Well, because and when it's then bigger it's, ones, you can break it down into smaller you can break it ones into smaller to make trucks. it more palatable yeah. as well. Yeah, and that's always a good day too. A good way is to break it, um, break it into the small little chunks. So you're doing one little thing at a time. That way, it doesn't seem so overwhelming, so daunting. Um, but if you if you do, you know, the whole eat, eat the frog method. Um, the concept behind that is Brian Tracy's. He's had that that term for years. Um, the idea is that if you eat a frog every day, first thing, um, nothing in your is going to happen all day. Um, so <laughs> the idea would be that take something like that, um, try to break it down as small as you can into small steps. That way you you can track it in small chunks as opposed to the big daunting task in front of you, and then do that first every day. Make that your number one priority because once you do that, 
then the hardest part's out of the way and you can have fun with the rest of the projects. Well, and then you're also not taking this one big project and rolling it from today to tomorrow to the next day. If you have it bro broken down in multiple steps mm -hmm. in, in those smaller pieces, right. you may accomplish a third or a fourth of it in a day. And yeah, you may roll some to tomorrow and not get it all done in a day, but you've got a chunk of it done. Right. So now, even if you look at it as a whole big project, it's smaller than it was the day before. Right. Cool. All right, what else we got in here? Um, as Cindy says, uh, but Facebook is fun, Sally. Um, yes. Self-control. Self-control, you addicts. Um, I do post a lot, but a lot comes from my phone and through Twitter. Automation, automation. Automation. Um, so the Joe says, the best thing about mistakes is learning from other people's mistakes. And that's and that goes back to the finding a mentor, finding a, a coach of some sort, um, and that I mean that should be key for everybody. Um, you really need to have somebody, some form of mentor, coach, um, somebody that's basically going that's already gone through those. And we've we've talked about that in past shows where that doesn't necessarily like a mentor doesn't necessarily have to be somebody who's even alive. I mean it doesn't have to be somebody that's face to face one on one time, um, but you can have mentors. Like I mean I know that. Um, you know, Abraham Lincoln happens to be a lot of people's mentor because of the, the philosophies and how he dealt with things. Um, you know, one of my mentors is Richard Branson. I've never met him, never talked to him, although I would love to. Um, that's one of my primary goals in life is to, is to have a chance to sit down and spend five minutes talking to him. Um, but I follow a lot of what he does and I learn from some of the things that he's made mistakes on. And that's one of the greatest things you can do is you find somebody like that and it cut down the learning curve because a lot of times these guys have made those mistakes already. And that's going to definitely help you with that. Um, and we keep kind of going off topic a little bit today. Well, um, I mean, it's, sure, it's, yeah. still it's still bringing, you know, stuff. And, and being um, responsible for the, the goals you set for yourself as well. Um, and the one thing that you said, um, no, I'm going to lose my thought. We really it's are. contagious, isn't Cindy, it? Cindy, we're missing you. <laughs> Sorry. We can take personal responsibility. We can deal with this without Cindy here. Well, um, we can't just I, win I got, I got distracted by this thing I, I hear, or I saw on here. Cindy wrote, eat the peas first and then to the dessert. And Laura says, I like peas. And it's, you know, again, we've got all got our own tasks that we have to do in our life. Right. You know, the things that I may put off, you know, to the last of my list, Maybe the things that you do first, we're all different. We're all going to have our right. list, and we're going to have to attack it at the way that works yeah. best for us as well. So I just saw the, the food conversation, and, <laughs> and that really does relate to, you know, for me, if, if it's web stuff, I, I love playing around and, and doing stuff. So mm -hmm. sometimes I'll get more distracted in in the technical stuff the than I stuff. should be. Um, yeah, the geek stuff. Is yeah. That <laughs> You know, other people, that would be one that they would avoid at all right. costs. So, you know, we're all different. We just have to, to Well, and that's, and that's where, you know, if that's a, a productivity thing, figure out what works best for you, what you like to do. Obviously, you want to do the things that you like to do. Um, my my recommendation, you know, in, in a perfect world scenario, which we don't have, um, but perfect world scenario is you focus on the things that you like to do the best and find a way to outsource the rest. Um, delegate whether you hire somebody, whether you get the kid down the street to do it, whether you hire an outsourcer or a freelancer, 
uh, things like that. That's the best way to do it. But you have to also look at the fact is if you don't, if you are not in the situation to be able to do that right now, you're gonna have to step up. That's where we go back to taking personal responsibility. You can't go through and say, "Oh well, I can't. I'm not gonna be able to do any of this because I don't know how to write, or I don't know how to, um, you know, I don't know how to create a logo or something like that." There's programs that'll create logos for you for 40 bucks. I mean, come up with a solution. So the question is, is not a, I can't. It's a matter of. What do I need to How do? Can How can I? That's the key right there. Right. How can I? So you know, anything that you have to look at the the negative things that show up in your world and basically turn them around to say, okay, now here's what happened, or here's the problem that I have. What's the solution? And focus on what's the solution. Right, and that that is such a key thing, and and you know. Our business teams, or our, our kids, even for that matter, we've we've always done one thing with them. It's like you know they're like, oh, I can't, or I don't know how, or you know whatever that excuse is that's in the negative phrase. To turn it around into a question of, okay, if you you know I don't know how to do this. Well, if you did know how, what would you do? So because if you're already starting out with a I can't do this because you've already blocked your mind from even coming up with solutions because your 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 mindset is already I can't do it therefore there is no answer if you go into it with a, a mindset of, okay if I did know how to do this here's what I might try right now your brain is at least going to the creative side of things to to help solve the problem versus totally blocking out even any possible solutions right Everybody keeps thinking that we're actually coming up with all this because of what they're saying. Uh, and the funny thing is some of it actually isn't. But it, it, you can tell that the great minds all think alike because some of the things that are posting on here, like um, Laura actually put, I, uh, I need to find somebody else to do the other half of my list for me, which, and I hadn't actually read that until just now. Right. Um, and they're doing the whole conversation. And they must be reading our posts. Um, and actually, no, we hadn't had a chance to read it. I kind of look at it every once in a while. Um, and I may look down at the computer, Joe, but I can't see that far. Yeah. <laughs> There's um, a little glare from the window here. But, I mean, and it's, it's cool because, you know, it's cool that we got the people that are on our show or have the same kind of mindset. They're thinking this exactly. way. And that's what you got to do. Um, you know, the big thing is that when you see what, whatever your struggle is that's going on, you got to stop and say, okay, here, here's the situation. It's not a problem. It's a situation. And this is what do we need to find find out to resolve the situation? How do we fix it? Um, and you know, and that's where also masterminding comes in. You know, and that's what, you know that's how this all started was us doing a mastermind. And when I have a problem that I can't quite figure out, I'll, I'll I mean, there's times we've had conversations at midnight, right? I mean, we have. We'll we'll get on the phone with each other. And it's like, okay, here's the here's what I'm having trouble with. This is what I need to figure out. You know, do you have any thoughts or ideas on it? And we both do that. You know, phone and Skype. And Skype. <laughs> my life, my life, mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and, and it gets to the point when when you're dealing with a problem or an issue, and you know, when we talk personal responsibility or victim, it doesn't mean that all of your problems are going to go away because you're taking personal responsibility. <laughs> it just means that you're not going to let those problems or challenges stop you from accomplishing what you want to accomplish. The victim mentality looks at them as, okay, there's these problems going on, therefore I cannot move past or, or whatever. Um, 
when you take that personal responsibility and you're like, okay, here's the problems I've got. What do I need to do to solve them? Who do I need to enlist? You just get mm -hmm. to the point to where you can't see the forest for the trees. Right. So get a hold of somebody that's in the same mindset. You know, Eli and I think a lot alike, yet very, very differently, <laughs> which kind of sounds like the long two weeks that went by really, really yeah. fast. <laughs> yeah. But when you when you have relationships, whether they be friendships, business relationships, or a mix of in between there, and you call out to those people that are in the same mindset with you mm -hmm. to help you think through some of the challenges that you're just too close to. Yeah. You know, they may come up with solutions that just are not right, and that's okay, but at least take in them, weigh them, you right. know, well, and that's, don't and let your great. first response be, oh, no, no, that wouldn't work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the first, I mean, if I get, when I get somebody like that, um, I'll give them a couple of ideas, and they, oh, that won't work for me, or... Or my, my clients would not, wouldn't like that. They'd hate that. I'm like, okay, fine. You can do what you're going to do. Um, right. Have fun at don't your bother. job. Why are you asking me if you don't want to hear what I have to say? Yeah. And, and, to yeah and my and my response is usually that's when I've got like a, a business owner that approaches me with that. And my response is usually, okay, fine. Have fun at your job uh, because they're going to be having a job pretty soon. Um you know, and that's where it, it's really, really important to be able to bounce those ideas off of other people. And somebody may not have the correct solution that, that might not be the right fit, but a lot of times it'll give you the ideas and get your creative juices flowing to, to get you And now your ideas right. just spiraled off in yes. a totally different direction because of maybe a couple keywords that they yeah. have. Yeah. I mean, I mean, how many times have we, have we done that where, you know, we'll start bouncing some stuff back and we're like, hey, I've got this idea, but I'm really not sure how to do it. And then like... Ooh, and you know me and my my sparks, you know, um, and I and we have fun with that, and that's where you get the creative juices flowing, and that's where really powerful stuff happens, and then all the 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 victim stuff kind of just falls away. Right, because your energy and your excitement and that freshness mm -hmm. starts moving through. Yeah, you get sparks and my eye smoke starts coming out of my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Alrighty. So, what else do we got here? Because we are almost out of time. Are we? This um, went fast today. I know. Um, let's see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. There's less resistance during the nighttime. We are more directly connected to the stars. I hadn't really thought about that. Joseph says that at night, where where creative juices work better because we're more connected to the stars. Well, and, and less be. distractions as less well. Less distractions, definitely. <laughs> I know I do um, a lot of my best work in through the middle of the night, mm -hmm. late into the night, or way too early in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Looks like Joseph had to log off because his internet died. Um, Joseph actually lives out in the middle of nowhere, like out five miles from that. an actual town. So he's got like satellite. It's a little sketchy. Yeah. A little sketchy on uh, his internet. So bye, Joseph. Uh, we're glad you made it. Um, Cindy says something about Sally's book coming soon. Um, yeah. Oh, because the person or the um, special occasion. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We'll be working on that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have fun with that. <laughs> You'll have details. Alrighty. In a while. Um, it looks like that's everything. Uh, no more questions or anything on here. Um, this was awesome. We have I had fun. It was. And we want to definitely remind everybody that's in the in the Phoenix metro area. Mm -hmm. um, fusion mixers are always the Wednesday following our show. Yes, so, so this coming Wednesday. To I don't remember the date, but I won't be there. It's, it's the seventh. The seventh. It's the seventh. Yes. And Eli is not going to be there I'm, with us, and I'm not sure whether we're going to have Cindy or not. But no, Terry will be, be with, there. She'll be with me. I am Mike actually I, I actually there. speaking gig that night. So. 
um, and it was one that it's a pretty good one. Take those a group of people that I can't Absolutely. that I don't know, so I wanted that one. But we are we are at our new location. We just were there last week for the yeah, first time awesome. at Fox and Hound upstairs. Yes. It is an amazing, amazing setup. So definitely come out, um, join us, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Wednesday night, mm -hmm. April 7th. We're gonna have a blast. Um, we had a great turnout last week, and now that we're back up in the Arrowhead area, um, we've heard we've had a lot of great feedback. So yeah, and and definitely the whole six to nine thing, it, it's okay. You know, if you can come in for a half an hour, we're cool with that. Just come in. Our requirements with this whole thing, first off, is it's free. Oh, really? There we aren't any? <laughs> well, no, we, we do have requirements. I, I have two rules. Okay. Okay. Um, and I, I thought I'd shared these with you, but maybe I didn't. You probably okay. did. Okay. It's been a long time. My, my rules for showing up for Fusion are pretty simple. Um, you know, you can come in at any point. We don't charge anything. You have to show up. You have to have business cards, and you have to have a good attitude. That's it. I mean, we want people that are positive, that are going, that want to find businesses that they can do business with, that they can collaborate with. That's what this is all about, collaboration. Um, you know, the world of competition is going away very quickly, um, you know, and that's a whole different creature at the end of this hour we don't have time to talk about. Um, but, you know, the, you, you got to get in there with a good attitude. If you, gotta, if you walk in the door and you've got an annoying attitude, you're going to get ignored. I'll tell you that right now. You know, that vic victim versus personal responsibility. If you're personally responsible for making your business grow, being happy in what you do and having fun and growing your business and helping other people, we want you there. Well, and a, and a good attitude is always the best thing to take with you anyways because yeah. if you're going and you don't have that good attitude, that that you know, that spark, people don't, you're going to have a tough time meeting the people that you need to help you grow your business, right. whether they be as customers, business partners, anything else, because those with the good attitudes that are going to be the best ones to help grow, they're looking for people with other good attitudes to work with. Yeah. And if, well, and people if, don't and like if, to buy from grumpy people. <laughs> Somebody comes up to me and starts whining, I'm not going to buy their stuff. Right. Right. Get up there and be fun. Have you know? Have a good and, attitude. And they, generally, that comes a little bit more with a mode of desperation too. Yes. If somebody's desperate to sell their stuff and whatever, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little tougher. So, anyway, so next next week, definitely come join us. It's mm -hmm. gonna be fantastic. No thirty second commercials. Yeah. No, no 30, agenda. No, no pitching. Just, just yeah. come. We have a lot. Come of have fun. Uh, meet some awesome business people. I do apologize. I won't be there because I will be speaking across town. Were the American Filipino Chamber. Right. Uh, so that's going to be fun because I haven't had a chance that's to speak with Ethel. With Ethel, yes. yes. She's awesome. She is. She's a sweetheart. I like her. Um, Alrighty, so we are actually over time, but what we're going to do is kind of close up with uh, thank you for all of our sponsors. Number one, uh, Java Grounds is where we record this at every two weeks. They are on 83rd Avenue and Deer Valley. I'm getting it. Finally. You're good. Um, awesome place. Great coffee, free Wi-Fi, um, and fun people. The the people that work here are awesome. They're always a riot. Um, Heather is just she's not here today. No, she's um, not. But if you come, if you see Heather here, you got to come in and torment her because she's just a sweetheart. Um, very. She'll very say hi to you before you hardly get halfway yeah, to the door. Yeah, she will. Um, one of the <laughs> nicest, happiest, chirpy people I've ever seen. It's great. Um, and then also Terry Larson from TakeOneWebVideoProductions.com. He is our video guy. He does all of my videos when I do for my seminars and things like that. 
um, does so that's an part awesome. That's new thing. He's been working on one for us too. So yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I saw the first version of it. I hear that there's a second version. Is that yeah? Okay. I haven't seen the well, second version either. So okay, so yeah, he's doing some really cool stuff. Um, but definitely, if you need a video guy, talk to him. Um, and then of course. Uh, Fox and Hound is now right. we we put them on our sponsors list because they are hosting us for our fusion events. And if you want information on any of you know the founders of Fusion, any of us to contact, get in contact with Eli or me or Cindy or Terry or Mike or <laughs> or Java Grounds yeah. or Fox our, and Hound, yeah. you know, go to the website whatisfusion.com and mm -hmm. you can connect with all of us through there, whether yeah. it be LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, um, business pages. Whatever you yeah. can find, all of us on that one. We're website. not hard to find. Just go to whatisthefusion.com. The founders page has everything about every one of us you could ever want. Um, all kinds of dirt. Maybe more. Maybe more. Even, <laughs> Maybe yeah. more than they want to know. <laughs> cool. um, all right. So again, thank you guys very much. I'm Eli with mybusinessmarketingmentor.com, and I'm Sally Litico with AttaboySolutions.com. And you guys get out there, take action, quit being a victim. Get out there and find out what is the next step. Have fun. And we'll see you next time. Take care.